Welcome to the Relationship Chronicles. I'm your host, Nina Westbrook. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder of the digital wellness community, B'nai by Nina. Join me as we dive headfirst into the secrets of genuine human connection through candid conversations with a lineup of friends, leading experts, and a few of your favorite celebs. No topic is off limits as we explore love, friendship, parenting, and everything in between. We're here to share the raw, unfiltered truth about the trials and triumphs of real-life relationships while serving up some tips and lessons that are sure to transform your own connections along the way. Welcome to the Relationship Chronicles with Nina Westbrook. I'm so excited to have Tamara Mori Housley with us today, which is like <laughs> a childhood dream of mine. So sweet. Thank you. Welcome. Okay, so the first thing we like to do is this or that. And it's just, I'm just going to ask you some little rapid fire this or that questions. The first one is karaoke with Beyonce or Rihanna. Oh, come on. I know. I know. I know. That's, it's tragic. Okay. I, I'm only going to say, I mean, I love both uh, ladies, but Beyonce I've met a couple of times and I just know that she is so kind and I, I know that we would have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I feel like, What's crazy is, is I have this funny story. I was at a Tyler Perry opening of his um, studios and uh, there was this gorgeous woman just walking towards me. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Who is she this? She a beeline to me and was like, Tamara, how are you? And I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I love you. So I feel like... <laughs> Because we've met each other before, we'll we'll be able to kind of like get over all the like, oh my gosh, particularly me, um, and kind of just have a good time. Okay, I love that so much. Plus, she's on tour right now, so she's yes. she's in the vibe already. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, that's so funny. That was a good question. Um, okay, so address conflict right away, or take a beat and revisit later. Oh, geez, these are so good because I feel like it's situational. Mm -hmm. Um, Selfishly, I like to get things over with so that we can move on and move forward and we can enjoy the rest of my day. And what I always like to say to my to my son, let's just turn this day around. Let's let's turn it around. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I had my choice, it would be that. But there are I personally think it's situational, though. I agree, but this is your episode, okay. and so we're going oh, yeah. with let's get address her done. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. get her done. <laughs> okay, natural curls or braids? Okay, if my hair was longer, I would want my natural hair. I feel like I am. My hair is finally uh, at the point where it's very thick and it's healthy and hydrated. It took me a very long time. Uh, to get it that way because of the industry, uh-huh. everyone in your hair, you know, you have natural hair. I'm sure, you know, it's, it's very easily like breakable. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't matter what kind of texture, you know, you have for uh-huh. a whatever, um, curly hair, it's just easy to, to break. Um, so if I had longer hair, uh, natural curls. Okay. Love it. Um, 
French 75 or a white sangria? <laughs> a French 75. <laughs> Sometimes we need a little bit extra. Yes. Right? <laughs> and it's my go-to brunch drink with my girls. So okay. my girlfriends, I don't know. I just automatically feel like I'm in a cafe in Paris. Hmm. That's important. That's mm-hmm. very important. <laughs> okay. Those are all the questions that I have for you for this oh, or that. Great. I know I I feel like they were good. Um okay. So let's jump into the twin thing. We'll spend a little bit of time here because my first, and just so you know, a lot of this is me selfishly trying to connect dots (laughs) for myself and in my own home and relationships. So um, yeah, (laughs) I I feel you're helping me do a little self-work today. Oh God, oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) Okay, so what is your favorite thing about being a twin? And what have you found to be the most challenging thing? My favorite thing about being a twin is that I have someone uh, to go through life kind of, um, kind of, and I say kind of because just because we're twins doesn't mean that we handle certain um, like milestones or challenges Um, that have to do with our age or like marriage or children, you know, but because we're twins, it it, it really overlaps at Mm -hmm. times. And Mm -hmm. uh, whether I go through it first or Tia goes through it first, we can help each other with it. So Tia had a child first. And I remember I, you know, um, had my nursery kind of all perfect and, uh, and I knew I was going to, cause I, I could be very type A and I just knew I was going to keep it that way. I remember my sister and she did it with love. She was like, girl, I don't know why you straighten all this stuff up. Cause <laughs> like a bomb blew off <laughs> those first like few weeks, but I'm just letting you know, you know, like enjoy it as it, you know, so it's just those, those little things or, mm-hmm. uh, being in the industry at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. say we're going on an audition and I bombed it. I know for a fact, you know, she went on an audition and she bombed before as well. And so we're just, we're able to help each other out and telepathically because mm-hmm. it, it is true. Like it is true. You, you have this m- twin magical like power to kind of like read each other's minds and know what the other one is thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, we have each other, like mentally there, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, good. The That's most great. Challenging, I would have to say, comparison. It mm-hmm. is my biggest pet peeve of being a twin. We don't do it, right? The world does it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It's so I think it's so unfair. Mm-hmm. Just because someone looks alike, talks alike, and came out of you know their mother's womb around the same time. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that they are, you know, automatically the same person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or have the same journey. Absolutely. Or going to be, this is a big one, be in the peaks at the same time or be in mm-hmm. the valley at the same time. Mm. One may be in a peak, one may be in a valley. And it's so unfair to compare. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I cannot stand that. Wow. And then so look wise, yeah, we may look identical, but don't compare looks. Like that is again, that is so unfair. Okay. This is everything that I would assume being a licensed marriage and family therapist, where you know, my whole thing is you know, independent, like just being able to be an individual, it doesn't matter your circumstances, but being, having right. your own autonomy and being able to make decisions for yourself and live your life freely and, you know, all of that. So I was like, I cried when I found out I was having twins. And then when I found out I was having twin girls and not in like a, a good way, it was like a sad cry. And then when I found out I was having twin girls, Like, I just remember all of the, like, I felt sad for them, which is weird, um, just because of other people. I think you felt sad because, you know, I majored in psychology. I'm not, you know, I, you, thank God for people like you, seriously. (laughs) Um, But I feel like your sadness was valid. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you knew that there's going to be some outside sources that, you know, it's going to be out of your twin's control that they're going to have to deal with. Mm. And um, that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. Thank God that your twins have a mother like you that is going to help them. Oh, yes, because knowledge is power, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to help them navigate that right and so i say what a blessing it is to have (laughs) right for you because Mm -hmm. you're gonna pass on down that knowledge that information to them and then they can share that information as they navigate life it doesn't mean that they're you know it's 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 gonna be um easier it's just that they're gonna uh well yeah it's gonna be easier it It doesn't mean that it's not that they're not gonna Go through it. Does that make right. sense? They're going to have, like you said, the knowledge and and hopefully the understanding. And and I think the big thing is not taking it personal because we can't control the way everyone else thinks. And unfortunately, um, this is just the case. And so, like, the questions going through my mind, I'm like, who are they going to marry? Are they going to be the same color? Can they be the same color? I have one twin who's like, because in my mind, I'm thinking, how are people going to compare them? And I have one, I was talking to Mr. Chaz. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's a parenting coach, and he's ridiculously amazing. And I'm, like, sad because one of, I'm sure you know this, and through my experience with any type of twin, they're typically very, very connected and share the same values and foundation and everything. And their personalities are completely different. And they kind of like make each other like, like it's like they complement each other so well. Like how often do you meet identical or fraternal twins that are the same? That's so <laughs> funny. And I say we're the yin to the yang. So mm-hmm. and we learned to celebrate our differences because of 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 that Mm -hmm. like that's what makes our dynamic so I think beautiful 
is when we owned that, you know, I may be the more traditional one, uh-huh. you know. Um, so I reel Tia in sometimes, uh-huh. whereas Tia reels me out sometimes, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And so we have this beautiful balance when we are together. So uh-huh. literally celebrating our differences is what made it helped us navigate the chatter. Wow. When did you when did you both come to that understanding that I don't want to scare you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to scare me. Okay, I want to say we we were starting the process um in our 20s. Mm-hmm. But I think we fully owned it now. Mm-hmm. So I it was like, why, like a slow transition, you know, like, and one, just because one is different doesn't mean one is better. Do you see what I'm no, saying? But this is what I was like, almost like very sad about. Again, I'm using the word sad. It's just more of a concern because I have one, one of my girls is like off the chain. She's the off the chain twin. And she's just like her dad. They're exactly the same. And I have one who is like constantly telling her, oh, Sky, like, seriously. Oh, I see. (laughs) They are. That's what happened. I will tell you this, because we got, we did that. And I think we, I think Tia spoke about this. I think we spoke about this publicly. At one point, we wanted the other one to be like the other one because there's comfort in like-mindedness, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, you know, and it became, so that's, I think, what your twins, you know, might be doing naturally, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. or, what are you doing? No. Exactly. Or, or the other one going, well, what are you doing? Why don't you come over here on this side? Exactly. I think it's important for them both to know that you and your flyness is fantastic, just like your sister, although you may not think that's fly or whatever, but that's her flyness. That's her right. truth. Right. And she is fly because what I've learned by being on a talk show with five <laughs> different women, mm-hmm. seven over the course of, of my seven years uh, there, is that you're always going to have a group of people that resonate with you. And you're designed to be that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. So don't strive to be like someone else. Right. Authenticity is huge in your um, uh, developmental years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Staying true to who you are, and that will carry you over into your adulthood, into your career, into your relationships, because if you're out there trying to be like your sister and then you start dating and you're not being authentically yourself. You're not going to find that mate for you. Right. You're going to, you're not going to attract your natural. Who you are. And I'm, I don't mean like, you know, uh, I mean like personality values, uh, you know, um, morals, who you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we may look identical and we may have the same DNA, mm-hmm. but the reality is 
And this is what's so beautiful. I'm a woman of faith. Um, that God makes us all distinctively different. And we uh, each have our own purpose, right? Right. So if we stay true to who we are, that's how you'll 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 find your path to your purpose. And it's so easy being a twin to judge the other. Mm-hmm. And then wow. also, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. To judge the other. Do you think other- that is like, but do you think that that is something that was learned? Do you think that that was something that was a part of the culture and everyone else kind of, and the comparison and all of that intertwined with maybe not as much information? Because we know so much more today than we did then, right? That is, that is so very true. It's kind of like, you know, the 50-50, you know, uh, genes, environmental I think it's the same way with that. Mm-hmm. I think some of it has to do with, um, you know, just our natural, like, inkling to compare, mm-hmm. especially when you when that looks like, because that happened naturally to my sister and I. Like, mm-hmm. because at one point we were, we dressed alike, we talked alike, we did the same things, we were under our mother's roof, and it wasn't until we moved out. Your of our environment parents house, changed. Mm-hmm. Where we were like, I'll never forget. These are the words we used to, who the hell are you? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, who the hell are you? But, you know, so, <laughs> and we spent some time kind of like trying to get the other one to be like the other one. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we like just like, you know, we started that transition of, well, this is, in the, and it made it beautiful. Like, come on, Twitches, our film Twitches. The reason why Twitches, I love Twitches so much is because you had Cameron and you had Alex, the movie that mm-hmm. we did. They mm-hmm. were so different. Mm-hmm. That's, what it so, that's what makes life so fun, you know, like right. we look alike, but. You got to learn and like grow yeah. and it was a little cathartic that you got to be different people on screen rather than being the same all the time, right? Absolutely. A new experience. Okay, so with that being said, yes. Have there been moments when your unique bond or connection created challenges in your relationships outside of each other? With Girl. friends or partners? I mean, I know <laughs> the answer. I know the answer to the question, but I I want to hear so from that's you. That's why it was it was significantly important. For our friends and our significant others, whether boyfriends or whatever, had to understand that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that dynamic is not going to change. If my Period. sister wants to call me, yeah, because she's going through something, you know, she's overseas or whatever, and she wants to call me at 2 a.m., I'm going to answer that phone call. Period. I'm going to be period. Yes. Um, but, and even when we're together, like what I love is watching my brothers and they now know cause my brother's, you know, late twenties, thirties, when T and I are together, they're like, I quit. Like I'm just not going <laughs> <laughs> to let them get it out. Let them catch up. Let them know. And then T and I will kind of like, you know, slowly but surely kind of like separate and be like, Hey, what's up? How's it been? <laughs> funny to see and they know it doesn't mean yeah. that we don't love them any less it doesn't it's just that is that dynamic and it's a special bond 
Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, if you think of it, we're beautiful, like especially identical twins. Like it's a it's a beautiful, you know, fluke of nature. You know, mm-hmm. you have one cell kind of like start to divide and it drops and it makes an entire different, you know, it's we're clones of each other. Right. But that, right. It's rare. So we're going to have a rare connection. Right. Yeah. Just have to. It's so funny growing up as the best friend to, to two twins. And I mean, over the years, I feel like our relationship, my relationship with each of them kind of was, it would go up and down, never down, like in a negative way, but I'd be closer, probably was closer to whoever was single. Over the years, my relationship was closer to whoever was single because that one was more, they had more time. They were like, more on the scene, wanted to get together. Um, now the it's interesting. One is recently, maybe a couple years, divorced, and mm-hmm. she's a part of our family. She's oh. if we're going on vacation, or we're going on family trip. Oh, she's wow. coming with us. Yeah, we're very close, but they're very close. And so watching them kind of navigate different relationships and make new friends outside of each other <laughs> over the years has been. A journey. I think the hardest thing was making, you know, the same friends and then realizing, okay, wait, you actually bond a little bit more with that friend than I do. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try and take that personal mm-hmm. and it's going to be okay. You know, right. especially when you start out as a, as a, like the three amigas, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, but that's when we started to truly learn, okay, you know, we have different personalities, we have different likes, we have different, you know, and, and again, it's okay. You just have to make sure that the other twin, the one that you're close to, does she ever get jealous of that? They like, are never jealous. I mean, you know what? I think, no, I don't think so. I mean, and one is... Their personalities are very different. It's so funny because the 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 twin my my daughter who's the more outgoing, um, you know, gonna go fight twin. Even though I'm more aligned personality wise with the more reserved, uh, yeah. quiet twin. The one I'm closest to right now is actually the one that's outside. It's the outside twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ironically, it's great because. I feel like when we're together, she, like you said, brings that excitement and that fun out of me where I want to have, it's, it's definitely taking me outside of my normal homebody um, type A, not leaving the house personality. So um, you have, that is so cute. That's like, you have that you have, it's like your personality split in two, you know, like that. Exactly. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, that's why I feel like we know each other because yeah. we it's I understand you on so many levels. Um okay. <laughs> now, I think we can kind of move on from the twin thing, even okay. though it's been so fun. I feel like we can talk about being a twin forever though. Just you do? So many, oh yeah. There's so many more layers <laughs> still have not even like but you're 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 a mother to some twins, and you have some fun adventures ahead of you. Ahead of me, yes, I'm very excited. I'm I'm very excited about it. It's it's good. I, it's already started. So, okay, 
let's move on to, I want to talk about you a little bit more. Anyone who follows you on social media or YouTube, you're on YouTube. Yes. Would see that, you know, you exude happiness and, and contentment. And how did you get to this place? I mean, you've, you've, we've known you for a long time. Yes. You've been through so many transitions and different changes in your life. How did you get to this content, happy, you know, space in your life? I see this in my daughter. And I actually make sense when I look at my daughter because there are times where, I mean, and I talked about this on The Real, um, I was naturally born this way, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I would always find the joy in everything. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) if I'm honest, it's like I was actually more joyful than I am now. Mm. Like, it was just like my blood. It's in my blood. It's my DNA. i very happy, very joyful. And my brain, like, I, I would always make lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that is just, it is how I was made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, of course, as you get older, you start to, you know, go through certain things, um, whether that's relationships uh, dealing with, um, heartache with, you know, if you're going to college, being accepted, you know, to this school, not this one, being on a talk show, being exposed to negative criticism. Mm. That is when I felt like if I saw it like visually, it was like, you know, I, I have this like happy shield, right. Mm -hmm. And it's always up and it's the way I was born. And I love people. I genuinely do. Mm-hmm. That's why I studied psychology because I'm a true believer of people aren't, um, you know, it's not 50, 50, you know, like their environment can either make them or break them. Mm-hmm. Depends on how you, how you change perception is everything for me. But yep. that's when like the darts started hitting me and it was like, imagine this happy go lucky person walking and then now kind of like, Ooh, well, dang, that hurt, <laughs> you know, or boom, 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 boom. Dang, that hurt. Mm. Um, I was exposed to, you know, just, you know, we were very sheltered and I was exposed to the world and, and, mm. and I saw the world was completely different. It wasn't like me. And my personality sometimes can come off as fake because mm-hmm. I am abnormally joyful and because mm-hmm. it's just the way I was made. I'm sorry. Um, but my faith in, in God and, uh, actually, um, having emotional intelligence Mm. is kind of helped keep that joy. So I've learned that I was born this way, right? Um, and it shows you, I have to give props to my parents because they created that safe, loving environment where I could be joyful, you know? And then I learned as I, you know, grew up and out of that environment, I was like, oh, dang, this is something completely different. Now I have a choice to stay this way. Mm -hmm. I was not going to let people change me. My cousin Jerome always says this. Don't let someone's ignorance, negativity, um, or even just like, the pain that you have 
you may have gone through, change your characteristic, change who you are mm. for, um, you know, the, the bad, have it change right. you for the better. Right. So, wow. uh, my, one of my acting coaches, he said, you are an angel in shining armor. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he said, well, what I mean by that, and what he did was he took, we did this. This is a really good experiment, by the way. Okay. He uh, had people all in the class, at the end of the class, the acting class, kind of just write down adjectives of what their first impression was of you to what, you know, they, they got to know you as throughout this three-week course. Then he'd take all those uh, adjectives and he'd, you know, make it into a saying. Mm-hmm. Took everything what everybody said. Uh, someone was like, you're a warm cookie, you're this. And so he came up with, you're an angel in shining armor. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that because it, it explains, and I know I'm going on a rant, but this explains no, this is great. how I stay, you know, positive. It's, you know, I was born being just, my DNA is a very kind, loving, um, optimistic um, human being. Mm-hmm. Saying all that, uh, it doesn't mean that I don't have my bad days. I, uh, I don't have my insecurities. Um, and I don't, uh, have self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I have those, but I'm a warrior mm. because I, fight. Yeah. I fight, uh, you know, I, I fight to, to stay that way. And I'm mm. not going to let anything or anybody take that joy away from me. So it's all about my perception, how I perceive life. And, uh, you know, I talked about this in my book. Um, you know, I lost my niece at a very young age on my husband's side, uh, Elena, she was murdered and that broke me. Mm. It broke me for about a year. I was, I didn't want to go outside because she was a victim of gun violence. I was afraid to go to church. I was afraid to go to the theater. I was afraid to just go, you know, anywhere outside. And that fear uh-huh. grew and grew. I was afraid for my children. I was afraid for my, for my husband. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't live this way. Uh-huh. This isn't who I am. So I went to grief uh, counseling. And there, the therapist said, what did your niece's passing teach you? And I was like, excuse me? Like, I had an attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, taught me absolutely nothing, but mm-hmm. that this world is you know, dangerous. And yes, it can be. But what did it teach you? And it took me two weeks to think about what she said. And she said, you know what? When you find it, don't rush. Come and tell me. Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean, the power of perception. Right. And I fight to, to, to be who, you know, to stay who I am. Um, her, her, her passing taught me that we, the way to fight death is to live, Mm. live, live your life now. Right. You woke up, you have it right now. So live. Right. And I don't mean like live carelessly. I'm talking about if you're in traffic and it's hot and you're annoyed 
turn on your favorite song. Turn on Beyonce. You got the time. And dance it out. <laughs> dance it out in your car. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Take I those do. moments of life and live. Allow yourself to, to live. And uh, that's how I keep my joy. No matter wow. what. Yeah. No matter what. You know, there's, first of all, there were too many Tamaraisms in there. <laughs> yes. To, I was going to ask you about them later, but I mean, all of the wisdom that you just shared, the power of perception, like you said, I mean, I it probably your background in psychology has a lot to do with your ability to be so emotionally intelligent. And I'm a firm believer in the power of choice and the decisions that we make, Um, not only physically, but everything has a consequence. Everything that we do, there's a consequence, whether it's a negative consequence or a positive consequence. And so we get to pick what it's going to be. And it's hard. It's not something that it comes easy, but with practice, just like anything else, you learn how to turn those negatives to a positive. Even if it's not even a positive, it's bearable though. We can do it. We can make it. We can survive it, right? And that is something that Taking ownership, that's how you take ownership of your own happiness, because we cannot control everything else that's going on around us. And your cousin, Jerome, with whom I know and follow on social media, like I told you, I love that he told you that because I feel like with my husband being in the public eye, it's kind of dragged me into the public eye with him. Yeah. And there's a lot of negativity. Oh my gosh. There's. He's kind of like, um, I would say a villain. He's kind of been a villain for a lot of years. And so the negativity that comes along with that, um, especially raising children, is really challenging. And sometimes, like, that coat of armor that you're talking about, I feel like, and faith, you know, when you understand that there's a bigger thing and there's a bigger picture and the... The, the more light you shine, the harder they're going to come for you to try to steal your your joy. They don't want you spreading joy and light and laughter no. in the world. They want to take it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they want to take it from you. And the harder and brighter you shine, the harder they're going to come for you. And letting that, we had to learn, like, we didn't want to go inward all the time. Like we went in, we went through f- phases in our lives where we would just go in a bubble and like keep our light to ourselves in our bubble and be yeah. happy in our little bubble. But we felt, and that wasn't serving us. It wasn't serving our community. And we needed to be seen. We needed other people to be able to see our light so that they can find their light in that. Oh my and goodness. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I mean, this whole idea of not letting other people change who you are, because it it can sour things for you if you let it. Um, But making the choice to to move forward and carry on despite 
And this is such a word for me right now because I'm at a place where I'm like tired, like I'm tired and like I'm stressed out. I have so much going Mm -hmm. on all the time trying to be there for my kids. And I'm like, am I doing like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I moving in the right direction? Am I, you know, and I'm like, I go back and forth sometimes and I always turn to my people and I'm like, reassure me that this is my path, you know, know, you're reminding me of something that, uh, I learned when I was, uh, you know, just going through, you know, some tests or whatever. Someone said that, I don't remember who, but I remember, I, rem- I, re- I remember what they said because <laughs> my mind was blown. <laughs> testimony, in testimony, you have the word test, right? Mm. So you, the reason why it's important for you not to hide or to go inward all the time, you know, sometimes you go inward to, you know, reflect, whatever. You know, some people handle, you know, negativity and that stuff differently. But I always say it's not good to stay there mm-hmm. because when you talk about what you've gone through and you've survived, because things will always work themselves out. Maybe mm-hmm. not the way we want them to, but they will always find their way. It becomes a testimony. Mm. Your t- has become a testimony. And so what you went through, please know this. Whenever you go through this, Nina, you're not going through it alone. You're not going through this by yourself. You, you spoke of, you know, you, 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 it wasn't like you to, to, to say inward and not help your community, right? Uh-huh. So the things that you go through, your test, and then you overcome it, it becomes your testimony. Now you are able to help other people who have gone through the same thing. So Absolutely. I always say, right? And I learned this on the real when I finally opened my mouth. It took me like, I think I want to say like three months. I was like, I was just so polite. I wasn't used to like talking over people. That was the only way I was going to get hurt. <laughs> it's just the dynamic, you know, it's, it just, it's just the way talk shows work. Uh-huh. Um, I learned that I wasn't the only one that went through that. Mm-hmm. And I vocalized it and was authentic and uh, real, like you said, it doesn't have to be, you know, always positive all the time. You talk mm-hmm. about your trials or whatever you're going through. And, and, and you're now speaking to so many people who have either gone through it before, so now they feel seen, or people who are currently going through it, and now you're able to help them out. Right. So that's right. why you're on this path, and, you're, and we go through the things that we, we, we go through. You know, life isn't, I'm not like this because my life is perfect. It's actually far from it. Uh You know, I've I've gone through some things. Uh Uh (laughs) Like seriously, social media bullied for no apparent reason. Um, Uh Uh uh, You know, uh, a narrative about me that was not true. Um, uh, One is, (laughs) I've never in my life never said I didn't like being black. I, I've never not seen myself as being like I was, I've gone through and to go through all that publicly and on mm-hmm. Twitter and media, you know, that I was like, okay, all right. I'm obviously going through this, you know, for a, a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
learned that the power of people's opinions is none of my doggone business. No. It really And we're the ones who give it power. Right. We, again, shift our perception and stay focused and be authentic and be true to who we are mm-hmm. and keep on moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you will become a testament. Exactly. And this is my first season podcasting. The theme, honestly, I've gotten the chance to talk to some pretty incredible people, which is probably my favorite part. It's like you taking me to church a few minutes ago. Um, the, the, the theme has been across every episode is this level of vulnerability and the, the, not only the power of vulnerability, but the challenge. It's challenging to put yourself out there in order to connect with other people, but knowing and living for a greater purpose and understanding how and why it's so important that they get to see you. So I'll never forget uh, when I started doing the talk show, um, we had a coach coach us at first. And uh, Mm -hmm. one of the things he said was, when you're doing a talk show, podcast or anything like that, especially something that you're doing daily, right? Or every other people will be able to have access to it more than once. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to see if you're not being real. Mm. And it becomes a turnoff and it doesn't work. Mm. So I remember he said to me, whatever you do, just be yourself. If you're having a bad day, it's okay to be like, yo, I am so sorry. I didn't get any sleep last night. I'm having a bad day. Like <laughs> being relatable mm-hmm. is the thing, but you're only relatable when you're authentic. And mm. so you said he right now and oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. But you also said the challenge of being vulnerable because there are also as much as there are people, there's going to be more people actually who relate to you than the negative people, but there will be negative. Mm-hmm. When you're vulnerable, and that's mm-hmm. what hurts the where you're like, I just, I just gave you my soul mm-hmm. and you spit on it and you right. stomped on it. But you have to, again, shift your focus. Be like, hey, they have the, listen, people have a right to have an opinion. It's mm-hmm. an opinion. It's not a fact. No. So as long as you know who you are. Girl, yeah. You your first memoir came out. How was that process for you? And how do you feel now that it's out? The process was, um, it was like therapy for me because mm. I got to revisit the little girl um, uh, that sometimes would pop up that, I, you know, I, I you know, an, an un, uh, not met trauma, but undealt, you know, trauma that was still still there. I mean, there are a couple of times where I thought I had handled it and I didn't. Mm. Um, but also it was beautiful. There were times where I actually encouraged myself again. Mm. (laughs) I was talking about how I started this business and it was during the pandemic that I wrote it. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the world didn't, uh, know then when I was writing that I was eventually going to leave the real, 
but mm-hmm. it helped me. It helped mm-hmm. me make the decision, no matter what, the fear of unknown, to tap back into um, one of my creative passions. I mean, I, as mm-hmm. you can see, I can talk. I love to talk. I love people. <laughs> I do talk shows till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Um, but I also didn't have time to creatively work on my passion. And that was mm-hmm. acting. And okay. so it encouraged me. So a lot of the times it was encouraging moments that kind of, you know, resurfaced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then grateful, like gratefulness. Mm-hmm. I was just so grateful that I had the opportunity to tell my story. Um, and then I had all these experiences that happened in my life. I'm so grateful for my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband gets on my dog on last nerve sometimes, but I am. They do absolutely- that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I feel so blessed mm-hmm. and grateful to still be in love with him mm. and, uh, love my family and love our dynamic. Like my family time is so important to me. Like mm-hmm. it is my favorite passing time to spend mm-hmm. time with. And that's when I realized too, writing this book, I was like, Oh my gosh. Sometimes we're so focused on the things we don't have right now mm-hmm. that we what we prayed for. Right. And I realized that I have in this moment everything that I had prayed for. And I'm always wanting to be better, do things, try other things, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm always in that. So sometimes I just have to shift and be like, yo, like, if I ever never work again, this is awesome. This mm-hmm. is so gratefulness. Oh. Yeah, but I would just be in my closet and write, 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 write. I love the closet. Me but too. I, <laughs> I love the closet. It's it is. They will come find me, but they will. I can sometimes. I just I'm I'm in the closet hiding. Like I can hear mommy. I yes. can hear them. I can hear them coming for me. And I'm if I'm very still and quiet, they they don't they they assume I'm not there and they go away and I get a few more minutes. I don't know what but, it is. <laughs> about the closet where you're just like it's quiet. It's quiet. But thank you. I'm actually I'm gonna get your book so I can read it. I yes, I, I, I mean do. based on our conversation today, I feel like I there's no. so much I'm excited. There's so much oh more to tap into. Yes, and you'll read it like this. I mean, people okay. have read it like in, in three days. I wanted it to be a quick, easy read. It is inspirational, encouraging, and uh it is, you know, if I can describe it, because I love food, wine and cookies. Mm. That's that's in my book. That's is. that's why family wine and mm-hmm. cookies is mm-hmm. that's the key. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. I really thank appreciate you. you taking the time. It was really nice to meet you. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Chronicles. Until next time, stay open, stay vulnerable, and I'll see you soon. If you want to have meaningful conversations at home with your family and friends, check out my conversation card game, Do Tell. It's a card game designed to inspire connection and growth, and you can find it at dotellcardgame.com. For more, make sure you subscribe to the show and don't forget to rate and review. 
follow us at the Relationship Crime Pod on social media. This podcast is produced by Gotham Production Studios.